Hi, <laughs> it's Dory. Welcome back to the uh, podcast that's currently known as It's Not That Weird. You're single. Yeah. Why is that? You're adorable. <laughs> You're entertaining for sure. You can also be a bitch. <laughs> I was actually really hoping to make Jay cry. Tell uh, me about your dead father. <laughs> oh, this is all I could have ever dreamed of. And yeah, I'm not judging. It's I'm gross. just saying. It's weird. They didn't traumatize you? You don't talk about they that? They definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask me that. <laughs> it's not that weird. If you couldn't tell by um, the first couple seconds there, um, there's going to be some changes coming to the podcast. I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram story saying that something is going to be changing. There's going to be some new things going on. It's been a little bit stressful trying to navigate it, but um, I'm actually choosing to see this as an opportunity instead because there's lots of stuff that I have wanted to roll out with the podcast and this is going to be a good jumping off point, but I do not want to speak on something before it's ready. So shut up. Me. Shut up. I mean, anyway, keep an eye out for that and your support is very appreciated. I love you. That's all. Okay. So for this week, uh, this is the first time I have a guest returning because I interviewed way back when, if you recall, my very good friend Vanessa, and she came on the podcast to talk about how she was newly single. And then after that episode came out, we just became like absolutely inseparable. I got out of a relationship. We started dating like together. I don't know, but we talk about it all. We talk about the trips we've gone on this summer, about how important it is to have close friendships when you're going through stuff like this. You're going to get it all in a second, but I want to say the uh, nature of this interview is more so like I have a co-host and not like I am interviewing somebody. So I think it makes it extra special and I hope you enjoy it. I don't know what to say. She's kind of the love of my life. And this is an exact example of the kind of conversation that we have on the daily. So please help me welcome one of my favorite people on the planet, one of my best, closest friends of all time, Vanessa Longo. You know what I really look forward to every morning? <laughs> Tell the people. I really look forward to opening TikTok and having 33 unseen videos from Tori. <laughs> you know what, though? Lately, I have been on TikTok a lot and you haven't been. So um, sometimes I feel bad because I'll, I'll be like, wow, I just sent her 57 TikToks that she's going to have to watch like a movie. <laughs> okay, so I'm so excited. I'm so happy about this because this is going to be one of like the weirder episodes because... I talk about you all the time on the podcast, off the podcast. I spend the most time with you. You came on the podcast. You were episode five, March 24th. Oh, my God. And that was really a jumping off point for us, like, reconnecting. Yeah. Because I asked to interview you because you had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. Yeah. And, um... I said, come on, let's talk about being single, if you're okay with that. And then, lo and behold, about 
not even two months later, I ended up getting out of my long-term relationship. Yeah. We really bonded because of that kind of thing. <laughs> and we have spent the last well, March, so six, seven, seven-ish months just being like each other's significant other. <laughs> <laughs> talking every day. <laughs> yes, literally talking every single day, going on trips together. Yep. <laughs> um, Very weird if we don't see each other at least once yeah, a week. Or if we don't talk. Like It's just... Like, I remember when Austin and I broke up, and I think you were you were the first person I told, honestly, Aww. from what I remember. I, uh, thinking back to it, this is so wild. You were truly, I don't know if you recall, but you came to my house while I was in the midst of this breakup and just watched me cry. <laughs> my mom had just gone out of town. and <gasps> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I brought over banana bread because you said you hadn't eaten anything. And I was I like, Tori. Days. <laughs> yeah, I was not doing yeah. well. So um, it's just funny that like our breakups brought us together and truly since then you have become my absolute closest friend. Yeah. Like absolute. We have had the best summer. Oh my God. So we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about being alone. We're going to talk about uh, the fact that you are one year pretty much post breakup. The day before Halloween. Yeah. So we're, we're getting <laughs> up there. So this isn't going to be like a get to know you episode because hey, mm-hmm. if people want to get to know you, they can go back to episode five. Episode five. They can go listen and learn about you. But instead, this is actually going to be about us yeah. <laughs> and our very deep romantic relationship that we have but we truly truly over the past however many months have like this has become one of my most like consistent and relied on needed relationships that I've had in my like adult life so we know this we honestly it's so funny because we get together we drink or we're sober whatever but we end the conversation or we end the night or whatever just talking about how much we love each other (laughs) always it's very romantic You are my stars, my, my, my moon, sunshine. my moon, yeah. and my stars, my purpose, my life. Anyway, yeah. that being said, we'll talk about your one year post breakup well, because yeah. yeah, when we talked last, you were well. The crazy part is that you guys had broken up in you say October, and I didn't know until like after January because we weren't really yeah. close at the time. You go ahead, talk about what it's like being one year post breakup, and I will also say last episode, you were very um, proper with how you spoke about him, and I know that you still are very. <laughs> kind in that regard. However, I've got a lot of feelings about your break. <laughs> we'll get into it. I um, want to hear these feelings. Yeah, we're going to get into it. So you you go ahead, talk about what it's like knowing that this has been almost a year now that you've been single. Yeah. I don't know how many people I've told and nothing against the relationship, nothing against him. I hope he's doing well, Yeah, but it has been the best year of my life. Yeah. It, genuinely, I have done so much more this year yeah. with friends, meeting new people, mm-hmm. with my family even, mm-hmm. than I ever have before. And it, I... It's been so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually something interesting that I think about, too, how close I got with my family after this breakup, which, yeah. I mean, we've always been a really close family, and they also loved my ex, but it was just, I guess, maybe having one less person consistently to rely on. They just, like, stepped up, or maybe I allowed them to, like, come in a little bit yeah. more, and, like, my mom and I, I don't think I've ever been closer. Even, like, my stepdad, I've said on the podcast before, him and I, like, have a real relationship now. It's just, it's interesting the way that you don't realize that you're giving a lot of energy to something until it's over. Exactly. And all of a sudden you have so much to disperse. I love how you said energy. I have been trying to focus my energy so much more on myself and the people who are closest to me. Instead of just spewing it into the world and giving it to anybody and everybody. I'll always give love. You are such a giver. I I am. (laughs) But lately I've been trying to hold that energy for people who actually deserve it, who have been there in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a big lesson I've learned this past year. So something that you have gotten good at and something I'm still working on is doing things very alone, Mm -hmm. like very independently, Mm -hmm. like making time to just experience new things by yourself with people, but also by yourself. So um, I know you have a bucket list of things that you want to do alone. (laughs) You don't have to tell me everything, but why to you is it so important to do it alone? I think there's... 
I find that I'm growing so much more just being alone and being with my thoughts and learning things about myself. So, for example, on my bucket list was go to a bar alone. Yeah. And I recently did that in Detroit. (laughs) You did. She went to Detroit by herself and sat at a bar and drank alone. It was lovely. It was (laughs) so much. It was at a dive bar, too. It was incredible. I love dive bars. (laughs) Me, too. Detroit dive bars? The best. Um and I just met the coolest people. The, the bartenders were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a weird experience. <laughs> <laughs> I was nice and gave somebody my phone to borrow. <laughs> and then it it was weird. But I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't tell you. No? What happened? Um, if it's not good, I'll cut it out. But okay. <laughs> Basically, I let this guy borrow my phone. Mm-hmm. To do what? Like to make to a call? call? Yeah, he oh, got okay. okay, so backtrack. I actually dropped my cousins off at the uh, Post Malone concert. Right. Then I went to a bar and waited for them. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm going to be at a bar by myself Mm -hmm. cool then this guy comes storming in and he's like can i borrow anybody's phone he asked the bartender the bartender (laughs) looked really uncomfortable yeah so i was like you know they deal with that kind of stuff often yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i was like you know what just borrow my phone here and he made a call to his father and he's like i got kicked out of the concert well i lost my phone and my tickets were on my phone and my girlfriend's in the concert and i have no way of reaching her i don't know what to do can you call her i know i was like taking on the stress of this poor man (laughs) you're learning everything oh my god and then it became a whole thing he tried to buy me a drink i was like honestly i'm okay yeah (laughs) Um, i can be nice just for the sake of being nice yeah the girlfriend ended up coming into the bar oh my god she was crying she's like i was looking for you everywhere that would be so stressful to lose your yeah yeah. i felt so bad but it turned into an experience yeah yeah that's a weird thing to witness That's a lot of emotions, a lot of other people's emotions to witness. Yeah. Especially when you're just like by yourself. By yourself. So yeah, you did this bucket list thing. I remember, yeah, we were talking the whole night, but yeah, you were in Detroit at this bar alone yeah. and it, you survived, right? Yeah. And now was, you know the vibe. Absolutely. And once you do something once that's uncomfortable, I wouldn't say survive it. I experienced yeah. it. Sure, it was sure. Fun. And it wasn't terrible. It wasn't no. traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so much more excited to do it again. Yeah. So Hell yeah. going back to the... Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, that I always right? say. You, I she always did say, say that it. in the last episode. She said, "I like this quote. I, uh, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable." Um, okay, so what else do you want to do alone? Do you want to go to a movie by yourself? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. So I want to so do that simple. too. Yeah. So we have said <laughs> that we're going to go to the movie theaters together, go see separate movies alone. Alone. So we're like half alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if mine's bad, I'll come to yours and we'll exactly. figure out something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one too. Okay. Yeah. So some stuff that like I've done for the first time within the past few months since being single and again so much of the past few months have been dictated by like each other in a good way though because we seriously it's like you had a a trip planned to Tennessee and you're just like hey you want to come and I was just like yeah Yeah. so I went on a a trip with a bunch of people with you and and people who I had never met and we had the best fucking time ever I got COVID whatever but (laughs) when don't you get COVID (laughs) I know I'm really prone to getting COVID which really sucks but anyway Tennessee was fucking amazing we had so much goddamn fun in Tennessee this was the beginning of July I think it was that we went June or July I think it was the beginning of of July I want to say and I went into it with zero expectations because I was very much like an outsider again I didn't know any of these people so I'm just like tagging along and I think I had the most fun (laughs) anybody I would agree we had so much fun we made so many friends we like oh it was 2am adventures 2am adventures it was like everything was so magical (laughs) and I think that this is the key and and I know this is really hard to do but you have to go into things with such little expectations so that you can just be like blown away by it and that's what I learned from that trip yeah our late night adventures Mm. were part of my favorite 
Yeah. So we went with a group of people and some of them would want to go back to the hotel. But then yeah. we would be like, we're just going to hang out and see what happens. We'll hang out. We'll have another drink or we'll go yeah. visit like one more bar. And then we're everywhere. <laughs> we're making friends with Australians. Oh, we were in Kid grandmother. Rock's bar. Da- oh, my gosh. We made a uh, second mom or grandmother <laughs> she wanted to be to us. Yeah. But, and she just wanted to dance. She was so sweet. That's She's like, she I don't wanted. even like country, but we're here. Yeah. She was like, my husband's not a big dancer. So like, we'll buy you drinks if you guys will dance <laughs> yeah. with her. And we're like, yeah. Absolutely. We want to dance. With her for free. Exactly. You don't need to buy a drink. Yeah, he's like pimping his wife out. Or I guess she's pimping herself. I don't know exactly, but oh. it was it was so fun and yeah. that was great. Uh, yeah, COVID aside, but yeah, we made those Australian friends. Yeah, uh, made friends with a comedian in the street. Shout out yes. Aaron. Aaron, the comedian, I think from Vancouver. Was. From Vancouver. Yes. yes. And we made friends with our concierge. Yes. Oh, yes. He's so sweet. Yes. Shout out to Anthony, yes. who was our oh. concierge, who became our best friend. At the end of the night, we would come in, yep. not ready to go up to the room yet, where everybody else was sleeping, so we would hang out in the lobby. And we only stayed there for a few days, but he would be in the lobby like waiting for our yeah. stories and then he was like you guys have to come back and he was just a this beautiful southern man he is a dancer too and yeah we follow him on instagram yes. and this is the kind of things that we do though is that we would go out have fun whatever but we would end up having such a meaningful night without even meaning to yeah. <laughs> and it would yeah. be so fun i feel like we brought that energy back home though because yeah. sometimes we'll have the most random nights like hey do you want to go out yeah, yeah let's sure. go get a drink at jose's and yeah. then we end up having a fucking ball <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so this yeah. Again, kind of happened in a way. We went to Ann Arbor as well hmm. for one single night. Yeah, <laughs> We just got a hotel and said, let's go to Ann Arbor. Let's go see different faces. Let's go party with different people. Yes. And um, we had a great time and we had um, a great story because I do this thing and I've always done this thing where like I make up an identity. So yes. for some reason, my go-to is always Sarah. It's just such a generic, believable name. You also could pull off Sarah. You think so? I think so. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, when I was a kid, I really liked the name Sarah. So sometimes I just tell people my name is Sarah. So we said, okay, let's let's be smart about this. And we get to Ann Arbor. <laughs> and we were walking down, like, because, you know, all the roads are blocked off at summer or whatever. We're walking, and this guy comes up to us, and he was just like, hey, I like your dress. And we had already known we wanted to come up with the, these identities and stuff. Yeah. And he was so wasted. He was just like, what's your name? And I was like... Um, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I was like, "Cadillac." Like yeah. I was just, I was slowly putting together my story yeah. as this man is asking it to us. And he's like, "Oh, what do you guys do?" And we're like, "Sales." Sales? <laughs> like, we just, we're just making it up. And so we ended yeah. up. We went to a bar and we're like, "Okay, let's hammer this down." We are from a place called Boom, Michigan. It's yep. right outside of Cadillac. Yep. Um, we are here because we work in sales, and the kind of sales would vary depending on who yeah. we were talking to. At some point, I was like. We work in a book sales. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, what does that even mean? We don't <laughs> but know. But you know what? It's so, people believe it. So yes. I was Sarah Bennett, and you I were was Brooke. Brooklyn Stevens? Uh, Stevens, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because again, generic last names, generic yep. first names. And yeah, so if we weren't into somebody and they would ask us our names, we would say Sarah and Brooke. But then if we were into somebody, it was kind of our tell where we, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm Tori. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm Vanessa. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of fun. Guys coming up to us or we go, yeah. us going up to guys and then seeing how each other would introduce yeah. each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, this like, is my friend Brooke. And you're yeah. like, okay, okay, so this one's a no. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, it's, it's kind of a smart thing. But now that we have announced this, we're going to have to come up with new identities. It's fine. Yeah. We're good. We'll come up with something else. Yeah. Again, generic, simple. Yes. So somewhere in the world, a man thinks that my name's Brooke and has my name as Brooke in their phone. And yeah, you gave him... Yes. Uh, was it your real number? No. No. <laughs> so no. you gave... Well, oh, I guess... No, it was. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yes, it, it was my real number, but it's under Brooke. Name. God, it was so fun. But this is the kind <laughs> of stuff that we do, and it's like, yeah, we're learning these little lessons, so... Yeah. Being single together has been so incredibly 
important. Like yeah, we it, have, it's been so you need friends who will be honest with you. I know yes. I don't know how many times I've texted you being like, I'm sorry if this came off as harsh. Oh yeah, you, you always you think you're being me. harsh when you're not. <laughs> She's she'll say like the nicest thing. She'll be like, I'm sorry, was that rude? <laughs> She's like, I love you so much. Was that rude? <laughs> no. Um again, how many times have we like when we're driving to Ann Arbor, when we're doing anything, we're always talking about like like Lessons. what we're actually thinking and not yeah. like lying. So something actually that happened recently was I was trying to talk to you about this guy situation and I, I was 100% lying to myself and I didn't realize I was lying to myself until I tried to talk to you about it <laughs> and tell you that everything was great and fine and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I was just like, oh, I was so flustered. Yeah. I couldn't answer your basic questions without getting like yeah. worked up and stuff like that. And then I, within like a day was like, this is an indication that this isn't right. And sometimes yeah. it takes somebody just to ask you the stupidest the questions. questions. Yeah. yeah. The baseline questions, yeah. which I always, this is my thing all the time. And this is something that I've learned through us, who you've seen, who I've seen in the past little bit is that what matters is how these people make you feel. Yep. People can say things, you can behave a certain way, you can have all these memories with people, but how does somebody make you feel, especially when they're not around? Yeah. Like what feeling are you left with when they're not there to like convince you how you feel? And that has been so important to me again, we are 25 years old. I am very comfortable and accepting, and I promote the idea that everything we think we know now is going to be wrong in a year. Not 100%. even. In a few fucking months. Like, yeah. even look back on... Exactly. You know. I was about to say, like, <laughs> look back on even a few months ago when we thought we knew everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think also a big lesson that we are learning to not take things so seriously, too. Like, this is... Life be is silly. goofy. Life's a fucking joke. Just be silly, Tori. <laughs> so my background literally is a picture of Vanessa with a speech bubble that says, what silly thing have you done today? Because we're dedicated to doing one silly, silly thing, thing every day. day. Yep. And <laughs> so, then my background is just Tori's face blown up. <laughs> it's a very flattering photo of me. It's not. Anyway, so these are the kind of memories that we have made in the past few months alone. Yeah. And now I truly... I do not know. I do not even yeah. want to think about, like what life would be like if we didn't have each other. Even for whatever next parts. Even if I get married tomorrow, if and I keep joking saying that if Vanessa has a baby in the next oh, whatever and she's she wants to die. I want to murder her every time she puts that into the universe. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about this. So you don't think you want kids. I feel like we didn't talk about this last time. It fluctuates. Before, yeah. when I was in a relationship, I was sold. I wanted two children, preferably two boys. I've always been like... I yeah. want to be that hockey mom. I want to be that sporty yeah. mom. I want to be a boy mom. I yeah. I told everybody that out of all my friends, I thought you would be the first to have a baby. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank God but you were in the happen. longest relationship. That's out of fair. Everybody. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to say that all the time. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, no, no. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa and I are competing for dead last. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> As in, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I keep making a joke with my uh, my mom that she's never getting grandkids from me. And yeah. she wants to murder me every time that I yeah, make that like joke. That? Yeah, she's like that? Yeah. See, my mom loves it. Well, not, oh, sorry, God. I don't want to say she loves it, but I I remember asking her even years ago, like, would you be okay if I never gave you a grandchild? And she was just like, I don't really see that for you. And yeah. I was like, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. I love your mom. My mom's the best. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Sue. Shout out Mama Sue, man. <laughs> She's the best. But yeah, no, it's, I really thought that that would be something that you were like super, you would gun for. Not no? anymore. No? I feel like being alone has really taught me that I want to do more things in life before I settle down. So society pushes the get into a relationship, get married. You're yeah. most valuable when you're in a relationship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And now that I'm single, I am now the most single that I have ever been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to get into like the nitty gritty details oh, no. of the people oh, you no. have seen in the past little bit uh, or me or I. <laughs> I would not like to do that. Instead, <laughs> you have seen people both like kind of seriously and not seriously. Yeah. So you've, you've 
been out here dating. You've been on dating apps. We also have a joint dating account that we'll we talk about in one second. But I don't know if it's still there, but we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you've you've done a lot of like exploring when it comes to dating and at this point right now you are just very okay with not seeing anybody. Yeah. Which is mega fucking growth. I love that for me. I yeah. said at the beginning <laughs> yeah. I said at the beginning of talking to the last guy I was talking to, if this doesn't work out, I don't want to talk to any other guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking to that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like I really just want to be by myself right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Again, it's the energy thing. You don't realize 100%. how much energy you're putting into something until it's over. And it's like wow. Exactly. Yeah. And I have nothing against any of the guys that I've seen. I do. <laughs> I know you do. I I have things for your guys, I too. Know. So. She's got a lot of... You know what? They're valid. I'm so, not so are yours. I know. But I, I know. just don't want to have that negative energy out there anymore. Like, no. if I saw them at a bar or whatever, I'd say hi. And yeah. I'd ask them to buy me a drink. Yeah. You're very... You're also very forgiving in that sense where... It's just sometimes, and you know what? That's the whole point of all this. Sometimes it's just like the connection is more important than like the negative feelings that yeah. have held. That doesn't mean that you need to foster it and like try and push no. it forward. But it's okay to like accept that. Yeah, that was a part of life. And exactly, we're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about that, how fucking yeah. dumb we are. Okay. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about this too. Last time we were on the podcast, I couldn't quote you. I don't exactly remember what you said, but I asked you what you would would be looking for in a partner. Mm-hmm. Now, in the past little bit. You've had some experience. Mm-hmm. How has that changed? What now? If I know you're very okay with being single, so I'm not pushing anything. But <laughs> if you were to describe your ideal partner at this moment, who would it be? Or what would it be like, I guess? Who would he look like? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Sagan, who recently got engaged. Oh, yeah. She, this girl uh, loves. I love hockey players. Hockey players. We have such uh, direct opposite tastes we really in do. men, which is so funny. So you go ahead and describe yours, and then I'll try and describe mine. Okay. I'll try. Um, <laughs> honestly, it really hasn't changed. I just want a fun partner in crime. I want somebody to go out and have drinks with and go dance. Yeah. You know what? It's such an indicator on whether or not somebody's your kind of person based on whether or not they're willing to dance with you. Yes. Yes, in public. Yes. Oh, my God. Which is why we're so good together because yes, we're always, we're always dancing. Vanessa together. told me I'm a bad dancer. <laughs> I didn't say that directly. <laughs> it's the only mean thing you've ever said to me. It wasn't even mean. It was true. It was, was, I sent her a TikTok of this guy dancing really stupidly, and I thought it was hilarious. And she was like, "I love you so much," but that's exactly how you dance. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I feel. You know what? Don't no, feel no. Bad. You know what? Don't no, I bad. don't feel bad for that. No, it's hilarious. And now I know. Oh, and I'm gonna. You're keep not doing a it. bad dancer. It's no, just your entertaining dance. dancer. <laughs> fun to watch you <laughs> anyway you need somebody who will dance with you well apparently <laughs> oh no <laughs> the worse the better man exactly yeah. <laughs> the more fun All right. but yeah i just want somebody to go on adventures with travel with explore life with yeah that hasn't changed and yeah. i'm not stuck on a set type i guess i have a very specific you type. do it's so funny it's interesting i let me describe it so <laughs> you don't think you have a taste you think that you're open to everything and that's good but who you're attracted to physically mm-hmm. i'll tell you they're short no okay no no, no. yes they are no. <laughs> don't even <laughs> you like the short dudes and that's okay because i'm five two so everybody's tall yeah to me. yeah her bandwidth for what is tall is is much shorter than most people's mm-hmm. like i'm tall to you and i'm five yeah. Six, you know what I mean. So um, you definitely gravitate towards the shorties, the short kings, I guess. Um, And yeah, you love like sporty guys, like athletes slash like people who follow sports. Can we talk about your uh, love for old men? I was just about to say, (laughs) you forgot the fact that I'm really interested in people thirty plus. Yeah, yeah. And we say old as if thirty is old, but it's not old. You know, in yeah, relation, (laughs) it's all relative. Um, Yeah, you. 
And you know what? I think fucking in a way, all women do. Like, yeah. I mean, past I a certain age, you want somebody who's older because you assume that that means they're going to have more <laughs> experience and more like like less bullshit. However, that is absolutely not the case. And can, that's that's what I have learned. Can we Go talk ahead. about that? Yeah. Can we talk, talk about, about how I think that experience is really hot? And I find that really injure, enduring. Endure, um, no. What's the word? Attractive. We'll just endearing. do attractive. Endearing. endearing. It's very there endearing. We there we go. Yes. <laughs> I think that when men have a higher body count, it's experience to me. Cool. Like, yeah. lay it on me. I, I on. want the experience. Yeah. We like them a little ran through. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that in today's society, like, high body counts are such shameful things. Yeah. And I for women, they are. That's the for thing. Women, is yeah. For women, having a high body count is said to be an indication of looseness or like I hate that I know I don't I don't mean physical looseness I mean just like in general like I don't know it's annoying it's it's stupid too and exactly what you're saying experience do you not want somebody who's like got more yeah knows what they're doing in the game yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely so I find older men have more experience Mm -hmm. and even though it's not always the case but yeah not always the case and then also hopefully they're a bit more mature hopefully hopefully yeah but you did you were recently speaking to somebody who was a bit older and we didn't even meet in person (laughs) Exactly. I like to think I'm a little intimidated. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Again, when you when you know what you want, you just like uh, are confident in what you can offer. Yes. I guess that's, yeah, that's the biggest that's thing. A, when you know yeah. what you bring to the table and you're not there to just like hope that they'll tell you what they want you to bring Absolutely. to the table. It's so intimidating. <laughs> I also like a man who can take it. When I give it to them, mm-hmm. it, in the sense she likes to peg people. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's a beggar. No, not like that. I, like, you know what? You haven't, you haven't tried it yet. You don't know. I. That's fair. That's fair. I don't have the experience. <laughs> but oh but okay. I like to make fun of people, and I like when people can make fun of me back. Yeah, yeah. I find that older men can take my jokes a lot better, or, yeah. and or are take less, it less personally. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Are less sensitive to my jokes. <laughs> Than children our age, <laughs> <laughs> and the children, the man children that yes. are roaming the earth. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely an interesting. Um, it's a difference, and I've kind of like also talked with um, people who are in their thirties, I guess. And I, I mean, there is something there. Like, yeah. I, I, well, at least the ones that I've interacted with in terms of like, I don't want to say emotional maturity, but just like, yeah, experience in life. Like, absolutely. I don't know, and I like that too. I think it's attractive. It is. Wine and dine on me, please. Yeah. You know what? I've also what I've noticed about me and I think you you would maybe agree. I need men who have some kind of like uh, the trauma is not the right word but some kind of like turmoil in their life yes. like I've dated I've had long term relationships with people where like their biggest issue in their life was that like their grandpa died when they were young mm-hmm. and again tragic sorry about that yes. but if that's the worst thing you've been through in life then like maybe you don't really get it maybe you're a little yeah. too nuclear like and, and just for me because you know I got my fair share of shit I don't like to feel judged but I also do like people who are put together. So, like, uh, my favorite kind of person is the one who has, like, clearly persevered over something. That's why I always joke that I would love to date, like, a recovered drug addict. <laughs> that is seriously a joke we make almost weekly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I, would, yes. I don't want to rehabilitate people. I just, I, you know, I like somebody who's got that resilience in them. Yes. So I don't know. I just yeah. like it. I like a little childhood trauma. And I will tell you, I've said this before, the sex is so much better. <laughs> Tori likes the exotic men. <laughs> we'll okay, put it okay, that okay, way. Okay, okay. I do. I yeah. I really, unfortunately, lately have not had an affinity for plain men. It's just not great. And again, um, it's just it's just what I'm noticing. I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything. We but have our types and yeah, they change yeah. over time. Whatever. I also adore. I love tall men. I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. And I'm like, ugh. I thought that because again, height is such like a 
a physical shallow thing to fixate on and I, I truly don't want to like bring anybody down but I'm <laughs> bringing anybody down <laughs> but I'm noticing lately how like physically I just want to be suffocated like I just want to like I want to be overwhelmed by the mass of somebody yeah. <laughs> do you know what See, I mean for you I would date like a I don't even want like not a bodybuilder type but like a like a pro wrestler type <laughs> yes <laughs> like a tall big yes sumo wrestler <laughs> See tattoos. Yeah. Tattoos do tattoos that to me. Tattoos are a huge bonus. I love tattoos. Love tattoos. Yeah. Nose piercings. Shut it down. I am open for you. Like it does Everybody matter. needs a nose piercing. According I am to on Tori. a mission to try and get as many men to get their nose pierced as possible. And I'm telling you, their fuckability will go right up. I support it. it. I support it. Tattoos, piercings. Yes. Height. Let's be mm. weird. Beautiful. Let's get weird with it. <laughs> name tattooed on your forehead. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, maybe That's not. A far. That's a little far. <laughs> okay. So these are our types. <laughs> if there's anybody listening who knows anybody. Um, oh, I'm no longer just speaking to Americans. Oh, yeah, that yeah. too. Last time, yeah, when you yeah. were on the podcast, you were only talking to people who were in the States on dating apps because you didn't want the pressure of, like, seeing them all knowing. the time, A, but also them knowing you yeah. slash your ex. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care changed. anymore. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Why would you care? At first I did. I know. Out of respect for the ex. But yeah. now I don't have any dating apps. I don't know if I told you. No. I deleted all my dating apps. Did you delete your accounts or did no, you just delete the apps? I'm too lazy to delete my accounts because then well, when you just I want to. You don't. Yeah. 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 So oh, actually, yeah. let's talk about that. So the person who was on the podcast two episodes before you. So um, episode three was with Curtis and yes. his name of his podcast episode is Female Energy Group Bumble Accounts in the Art of Graphic Tees. <laughs> his group Bumble account inspired us. Yes. Shout out to Curtis. Thank Shout you. out Curtis Coleman, one of the Appreciate best you. people in the world. He um, told the story on the podcast. Again, go back and listen to it. Yes, um, episode three. He told the story about how him and his friends during the pandemic made a group Bumble account where they were just looking for like a female presence. They were looking for a friend. Yep. Um, however, it got banned uh, mm-hmm. because people thought it was a gangbang. Um, but we <laughs> were out drinking one night and we thought we should do this. Because we always talk about how we should start dating collectively. Like Absolutely. you and I should date the same dude in a sense or not not even that I mean what was our objective and again we were drinking honestly <laughs> and it was Bumble I think we just wanted to have fun and yeah. just be like it was kind of like an experiment we just yeah. wanted to see what would happen yeah and um, we started the account and immediately got tons of matches and immediately I was like Vanessa these people think we're looking for a three way yeah we need and to these people squash that yeah we gotta really <laughs> set that apart so we would message people back with like tags of who was talking because again our, our tastes are so different very different extremely <laughs> different so we're matching with like her kind of bros and I'd be like Vanessa you go take this one and she would go message him. So it was kind of like we were dating separately together but then also there were some people who were like no I want to take you both to dinner like sold done free but again they thought yes. that we were looking for a three way it's like yeah. we were trying to find a way to distinguish and it, it lasted what like a week not even yeah, and then we, we just both kind of mm, fell off and then yeah. you went to Europe yes. too so that you know made a big dent in our yeah I did I'm sorry possible group relationship. I'm so sorry to squash our <laughs> I, have, I wish I remember dinners. what the bio said I just deleted the app too so our account is still up there Ooh, somewhere actually, until somebody gets us banned but this is just a genuine question. Do you think that we are too codependent on one another? No. No? No. <laughs> you know so why, though? Because <laughs> I can say that so freely because I went away for basically two and a half weeks. Yeah, or like, to Europe. You go on me. trips and, like, I go on trips. And, yeah, we joke about how much we miss each other and we can never do it again without each other. Yeah. But... No, it's important in life. Yeah, we're still going to do things independently for sure. But I'll go out with, like, people who aren't you. And I'm, like, texting you the whole time, like... 
God, I wish you were here. You would have liked <laughs> yeah. this. And I, this is what happened. I went to a club with some other people a couple weeks ago at the same night that you were at the bar at the by bar yourself. By myself, yeah. And somebody did the worm at the club, okay? Which so is really, on paper, it's a gross, <laughs> weird thing to do. However, me being me, I am obsessed with that kind yes. of weird fucking energy. So <laughs> I watched this girl just get down on the floor and start doing the worm and then get up. And just fucking keep dancing. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most amazing thing. We high-fived. It was like a great moment. But then the people I was with, they didn't see it. I ran to them. I was like, guys, I just watched a girl do the worm <laughs> at the fucking club. And it's all sticky on the floor. And she just got up like nothing happened. And nobody thought it was funny or cool. And I, oh, I immediately texted you. Yes. I was like, Vanessa, I wish you were here. I just watched somebody do the worm. And you're like, what the fuck? That's yeah. crazy. And I'm like, thank like, you. It next time. This please. is all I want. I need to see that. <laughs> I needed somebody to acknowledge how weird this is. But how amazing. Oh, my gosh. It was so oh. funny. And then I leave you. And within 24 hours, you do something stupid. Yeah, I was supposed to not be talking to a man. She left for Europe, and within 24 hours, we were... Talking. Hooking up. <laughs> oh, I'm happy you went there. I no, was just going to say talking. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. I, we're, we're barely talking. I can barely get a hold of you. I don't know what country you're in at any, any moment. And I messaged you on Snapchat, and I was like, so I did something. And you're like, Tori, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to tell you what it was. You just knew. I knew. Yeah. I knew. Someone's got to keep me in check, and thank God you do. I try. Yeah, same though. Vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very, it's very mutual. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is why friendship is so important. That's why yes. you need girlfriends. Why you need people. somebody to go to a bar, order a shot of whiskey, slam it back, order another drink, and bitch about how men can't give us the bare minimum. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A couple weeks ago, we were both really pissed off about men, so we went to a bar in Essex, which I very (laughs) rarely do, but we did, and just threw them back and loudly complained about (laughs) men in a full restaurant. And, I mean, thank God the waitress, or the waitress, the bartender was like, yeah, fuck men. Like, she was part of it. It was amazing. But there was a good 45 seconds where I said fuck maybe 60 times. And we've got, like, tables of old people around us. And I'm like, fuck him, fuck this, and blah, blah, blah. And um, all of a sudden I was like, oh, people are looking. You know what? I didn't even care. No. No. We shouldn't. Is there anything else? You know what I want to talk about? What do you want? Oh, boy, I'm scared. I'm scared. (laughs) You commentate on this how much, however much you want to, but you keep your dating very much a secret from your family. Oh, yeah. Like, secret is in, like... very much a secret. Yeah, and that's very interesting to me. And why is that? Um, Okay, so there's a few reasons. (laughs) First, I love my parents so much, but they get very involved. They ask a million questions. I mean, when I first met my ex, it was a blind date, and my dad asked me a million questions about the man. And he's like what do you mean you don't know him? And I'm like, it's a blind date. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. So You go into a blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they ask a million questions. And then part two of that is I don't want to get their hopes up. Like, yeah. I'm not going to bring a man home or even try to run into my parents out Make with a man. With them, yeah. yeah. If I don't see a future with them. I just know yeah. how attached they got to my ex. And I just don't want to hurt them again like that. That's so much pressure, though. Or, like, it's, like, inadvertent pressure. I feel like they're very old-fashioned, right? They're very old-fashioned Italian people. Yeah. In a way, there's, like, judgment there, you know? A little bit, yeah. yeah, It's tricky, I imagine. (laughs) Okay. For example, one day I was supposed to go on a date with a man, Mm -hmm. and I told my parents about it. Mm. So I'll tell them here and there, like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a date. Lo and behold, I'm going to Detroit, and they have no idea. Oh, right. Uh (laughs) Yes, you had, like, essentially a whole relationship in Detroit, and... They didn't Nobody know. Nobody knew. Well, I knew, but no, only <laughs> kept it very know. private. Yeah. Um, so basically, I told my mom, I was like, listen, I'm going out on a date. Um, I'll be back late tonight. And I got all dressed up and I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, something happened. I didn't feel right. And I basically had a panic attack and canceled on the guy. I was right. like, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. 
So I came home and my mom treated me like a wounded puppy. She's like, are you okay? What's wrong? Did he cancel on you? I'm like, no, mom, I canceled Did on him. Did he get him. one look at you and walk away? <laughs> right? And she's like, but what if he was the one? And oh, I gosh. burst out laughing. I did a spit take and I was like, mom, I love you so much, but there are many men out there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be that naive, mom. No. You're going to get your heart broken a lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> but again, she's very traditional. So yes. yeah, you set up so. a date and that's very much an indicator that this could be the rest of your life. Like you go on yeah. three more dates and all of a sudden you're engaged. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I don't tell them about my dating. Yeah. No, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know why I get my mom so involved in mine. I it's, was going to ask. Yeah. I really don't know why. Like, I, I just, I guess I, because it takes up so much of my mental space, I don't want to, like, um, feel like I'm avoiding a subject or something like that. Like, she doesn't ask. I'll just, like, just start telling her yeah. about stuff. And it is good because... I have noticed that, um, especially lately, like I've maybe updated people too much on certain situations yeah. to the point now where I'm like, all right, now I feel like I'm either letting a lot of people down or I'm like, um, all these people are going to think I'm stupid or something like that. Like, whatever. I just I think that I have maybe shared too much of this, especially with mm -hmm. like when you don't know what's going on. Yes, it's, I'm happy I have you to talk to about yeah. it because you can help me sort through my emotions. But, like, I don't need to be updating my fucking nail lady every time yeah. I see her. Like, of course, I love her and I, you know, that's I very bonding. That too. <laughs> but they're very much therapists in their own way. But 100%. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, it's it's sometimes it's like, wow, I've, I've told so many people about this and kind of just made this such a widespread thing that it's making it bigger than it is. So when this is over, it's only going to be that much harder. Yes. Like, there are people to this day that don't know Austin and I broke up. Interesting. Yeah, fuck, I went to a bar a couple last yes. weekend, and somebody was like, so how's Austin? I was like, I'm at a bar with another man. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Like, you crazy? Yes. Oh, fuck but that. I think that's part of personal growth, right? Yeah. You're starting to, instead of feeling the want to tell everybody, you're like, yeah. you know what, this is part of me that I want to keep to myself. Yeah, wrangle it right? in. Like, don't speak on something until you're really more sure about it. Not, yes. again, not with you and not with... My mom, I guess, but um, <laughs> just in general. No, I wouldn't, I, I try not to keep, I guess that's the thing is sometimes I feel like for the longest time I would lie or keep secrets. So now mm -hmm. I feel like this weird obligation to like overcompensate and share fucking everything. Yeah. You yeah. can't lie to me, Tori. I can't <laughs> lie to you. And I honestly have a hard time lying in general lately. Yeah. Like I'm just not, I used to lie a lot, but not so much anymore. I don't know if I talked about that on the podcast, but I've always said that I'm a recovering habitual liar. <laughs> Excuse me, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Turn your sirens off. <laughs> Respectfully, please. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, yeah, that's been our past few months. And you know what? So much of our conversations, like even yesterday, we went to the States to go buy dresses for a wedding that we're going to, or weddings. Sorry, weddings, not the yep. same wedding. Um, and I said, do you want to come on the podcast? Because I think it would be fun to do like an update, yeah. a little update on what's been going on. We're going to talk about this and this and this and this in our past six months, how much has changed, blah, blah, blah. And then we start to talk about, okay, so what do we want to talk about? Well, being alone. And she's like, well, what I really learned was I was like, shut up. <laughs> Save her with yeah. the podcast. Because we have these conversations fucking daily. Yeah, we and do. And it's good, though. It's so yeah. important to have somebody like that, like just one person in your life who you talk to with absolute certainty that they're not going to leave you. Do you know what I mean? Or yes. that they're going to be freaked out by what you're saying, or they're going to be freaked out by your mood changes or stuff like that. Like, Or the fact that you need a night to yourself. Like, To have oh, a boy, relationship yeah. that has zero guilt involved is so fucking refreshing, because as much as you don't think that, like, so often so many relationships are built off guilt and shame, and it sucks, and so it's so nice to just... I hate shame. <sighs> Can we go back to the fact that you and I have been doing silly little things mm -hmm. and feeling shameless about them? Yeah. I think that too many people, especially in today's society, definitely feel shame for the smallest things. Yeah. There's a lot of very childish things that I really, really like to do. Like, 
something about blowing bubbles will just always <laughs> feel like the most prime thing in my life. I also I love to climb trees. <laughs> I'm she a tree does. Climber. It doesn't especially matter. drunk. Oh my god, when I'm especially drinking, I'm like drunk. I'm eyeing. I'm looking at a tree and I'm like me and you. Yes. Couple more drinks. I'm climbing that thing. <laughs> Not a tree hugger, a tree climber. I'm a tree climber. That's why I like Coleman. <laughs> there's that. And I also really like to swing on swings. I love swinging on the swings. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, childish thing that is just, like, mm, or, like, running up a hill. <laughs> this is something. I do a lot of skipping. I'm a, I'm a, a lallygagger. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm kind of whimsical sometimes. <laughs> You're in your own beautiful little fantasy. Well, you know fantasy. what I started doing? So I have this thing. I, I read it in a book one time. It was some, like, self-help book. And they said every day, if you want to feel more confident or you want to feel more, you want to be more in touch with yourself, every day look in the mirror and pick one thing about yourself that you really like. One thing. Aww, do it every like day that. if you can. It can be something really stupid like your eyebrows or like mm-hmm. I really like my pupils. height. Like anything. <laughs> your what? Pupils. <laughs> you, sure. You really like your pupils. Whatever. My, um, my right top tooth. Yeah? That's what yeah. you like? Yeah, I sure. was just going to ask. Or is that actually what you like or are you just being... <laughs> I'm being goofy. Okay. So <laughs> pick one thing about yourself physically and personality wise that you like. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. telling you right now too. Oh, <laughs> I like my smile, actually. Yeah. I don't have, like, the most perfect teeth, but I do enjoy my smile. Yeah. And... It changes you. Like, when you're not smiling, it's distinct. I have RBL. I feel Resting like I have... bitch what? Face. Oh. RBF? RBF. <laughs> RBF. <laughs> oh. Personality-wise. Yeah. My goofy little self. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Being able to be goofy and fun and myself around people. Yeah. Especially nowadays. I feel like before I hid that part of me. No, you used to. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I was very shy and to myself. But nowadays. Something else. Sorry. Ooh, that we're going to talk right. about. Something that we've <laughs> talked about recently is that you are not as kind of a person as you once were and uh, maybe kind's not the right word you're not as unnecessarily nice for the longest time when I knew you and I even said this in the last podcast you're the most non-judgmental person I know mm-hmm. which is still very very true 100%. but you're not as unnecessarily kind and when I say unnecessary I mean that well first of all it's something that people take advantage of and, yeah. and took advantage yeah. of for, from you for a long time knowing that you would be understanding no matter what yes. and you would be nice but I remember even like trying to talk shit about people to you and you always being like well, you know, maybe they got their own thing going on, which is still very true. And yes. it's a beautiful thing to have. But now I feel like you are more objective and like more critical of things that need criticism sometimes. Yeah. And so I feel the other day I said, can I just tell you something? I love that you are not as nice of a person <laughs> as you used to be. And you're like, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> because even when you think yes. you're being rude, you're not. Yeah. But it's still so like refreshing to know that now you're not being walked all over and now you're not being taken advantage of. And so now you're able to like be able to say like, no, this doesn't serve me. And no, this is Absolutely. rude. And no, that's unfair. And, and without feeling like an asshole. Right. And I'm calling men out more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Um, I think that came with being alone and being true to myself yeah. and understanding that you will get walked all over if you are I like the way you said it, unnecessarily kind. Yeah, unnecessarily understanding, I guess. And I, I do this, too. I make excuses Everybody. for people. Yeah. But for the longest time, truly, you were, like, just so overtly kind that, again, it's like, well, I don't want to want to say anything negative around her. Yeah. But you need that sometimes. Yeah. So, no, again, I'm not praising you for being an asshole. <laughs> not that you were at all an asshole. I'm a complete dick. <laughs> she's such a dick. I'm you terrible. Just, she walks in a room and everybody's like, no. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. So, no, but, no I think that's yeah. something, honestly, to be proud of. And that's, like, yeah. a good trait, to, especially that you learned it, right? Yeah. And it comes yeah. with confidence. A lot yeah. of false confidence. No, it works. Fake it until you fucking really, make it, man. really does. Yes, 100%. Yeah. You just need a couple moments of like overt ridiculous Beyonce level confidence <laughs> and then you are good like you can yeah. you can take yourself so fucking far yeah that's what I've been saying and you know what <clears throat> 
one more thing I'll just add in there. Wow, I'm just like really spilling the tea. <laughs> Since my relationship ended, this is the most confident I have ever been. Yes. The most oh, confident I've ever been. 100%. I can see it. Sometimes it's unchecked. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I need someone to be like, all right, sorry. Bring it down a I little. try sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I just, I mean, it's just interesting. And it's not to say that, like, my last relationship made me not a confident person. I just yep. feel like I had to find my confidence by myself and not because somebody was telling me that I was perfect and great. And now I actually believe it because it's something that I grew. Like, I I started this I have physically changed a lot too I will say I'll acknowledge that like I lost a bunch of weight not necessarily in the best way but I did want to lose some weight so when the relationship ended it kind of happened I've maintained it in a much healthier way I'm much more aware of what I put into my body I changed my hair color you're no longer vegan <laughs> I'm no longer vegetarian yeah I'm vegetarian sorry yes. no it's okay there's there's so many aspects of it and it's not again it's none of it was his fault or even relating to him per se, but it's just wild how like the way I dress is different. I used to be so insecure about my skin. Yes. Oh, my oh my god. Gosh, yeah. And I still like I'm not like in love with it, but it's something that I have made peace with. Like I and and so I am just I've shocked myself in that regard. And I just hold on to it. And of course, not every single day is like this. I don't walk around mm-hmm. just thinking I'm the greatest thing out of all time As all you the should. time. But you should. But you do, again, I've said this on the podcast and just in life, like you have to believe that you are the main character in all these Absolutely. stories. So like even Absolutely. if you're not, I walk into the room and I'm like, everybody here is in love with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's so stupid, but it's just funny. You just got to, I don't know, you have to have a little delusion can go a really long way as long as you're not hurting anybody. And that's my life lesson. (laughs) And this has been one of the most random podcast episodes (laughs) or the most sporadic where I have talked the most. So my apologies. No. Everybody. But this is what I've been up to. And I really need to sit down with my best friend sometimes and just talk about the things we talk about. And can I say it's kind of beautiful seeing where we've come from after our breakups and again nothing against our break like our Our exes exes, at all we've just grown so much yeah so much has happened and it's like I didn't think that this much change could happen in such a I I mean it's not exactly a short amount of time but it sure feels like this and again I am so open and accepting of the fact that we are never going to know everything there's not always going to be this big moment where we're like I've got it all figured out. I don't know the meaning of any of this. Again, everything we know now we'll probably take back in a couple months anyway. And who knows what's going to happen a year from now. I just am so confident in the fact that if we're here and we're doing it together, but that's not. (laughs) Together forever. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We needed each other. We just didn't know it. And I'm so glad that. We're here now, so this has been yeah. a very heartfelt, romantic episode of the podcast. Absolutely. And, um, Thanks for having me again. Oh, we got to go back because we talked about something yesterday, too. Um, at the end of the podcast, I always ask people, what do they want to plug? Ooh. And you have something in mind yes. that you would like to share. It's not fully ready yet, so you no. just give a little. So talking about growth and dating, like, we're 25. Yeah. yeah, we know nothing but also, we know a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of experience that has happened within the past six months, years, whatever, that, uh, again, we, you, you talk yeah. about this stuff and people all of a sudden are saying, oh, my gosh, I feel that, too. And yeah. I needed that and stuff like that. And so. people come to me and I give them advice and they're like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about it that way. So I want to start something mm-hmm. where I give advice. It might be the stupidest, smallest little piece of advice, but maybe somebody needs to hear that. Maybe yeah. it's just a friendly reminder. Yeah. 
Yeah. So people can watch out for that. Um, yes. But in the meantime, follow you, your yes. personal stuff, to lead to that one day. Yeah. Your handle is at Vanessa Longo. At Vanessa Longo yes. on Instagram. On Instagram, which is the easiest way. And yeah, so that, that's the real message, just to stay tuned because there's something very positive coming. I just want to spew positivity into the world. Spew. Just spew it out <laughs> just there. Just spew it. Yes, throw it out there. See so. where it sticks. Yeah. No, no, no. It, yeah. it'll, it'll be good. I got confidence in you and it's going to be fun. So be when fun. that does come to me, we will talk about <laughs> it some more. And um, yeah, I'm so glad we did this. this is, <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just so happy in life in general. And it's like, it's a direct reflection of the people who are around me. Absolutely. So, yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it there. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. And if you want to talk shit about um, dating nowadays, message either one of us. <laughs> I'm kidding. But stay tuned for the next episode of the podcast in two weeks on November 3rd. It may sound stupid, but I don't forgive the shit you did so you can save your apology for someone who needs it. And if I'm being honest, I'm so much better off. Yeah, glad I got that off my chest. Now you can put your act to rest. You say you're sorry, and that's so nice. I'm glad you finally came to realize You can't treat everybody like shit And expect them to be okay with it I've forgiven you for the last time Got no empathy for your bullshit lies I'll never forgive you again And I'm not sorry if you're not okay with it I just wanted you to know Shit out, no.